Nathan's got uh, two more weeks to get big, and he's still fucking small. Mate, actually, when I t when I was in the oh, shut up, when I was in the gym changing rooms last night. Welcome back, guys, to the TRP, and today we're going to ask the question: Is university worth it? So, Nathan, you've recently graduated. Was it worth it? It's a big question, man. It is. Um, is uni worth it? Well, I think they mug you off with the fees to some extortionate fees. Yeah, but if you go right back to the start, so let's start with the start of our journey. Yeah, into into university. So obviously, what was I? I was early twenties, and I was very down in the dumps. Um, I got kicked out of school a few years prior. Sixth form. Sixth form. I got... That was a write-off, wasn't to it? To be fair, I actually did a fucking double whammy. I got kicked out of year 11. And then to be fair to the school, they gave me a second chance. And then I got so kicked... That's the thing. I was a good student until I got in sixth form with you boys. Yeah. And it went safe very quickly. Yeah, we derailed your, your I was education. the last man standing there. It was you and Gav, wasn't it? <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah. So um, basically there was like five of us, obviously. No, was six, man. Was there six? Yeah. All right. There were six of us. Obviously, we'd all like knew each other from um, playing football and all that. And uh, when you get five guys that and Gav, we're, we're saying Gav is the sixth guy, right? Yeah. Because Gav wasn't really part of our group. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah, you've got a good yeah, point there. So he... like Gav basically... Should we really talk about Gav? Why? He probably doesn't fucking listen. No, but Gav, Gav should, probably should have been doing A-level yeah, because he, he was quite quite a smart guy, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was from a completely different background. So we're all like working class kids. Gav is a, I would say, upper working class to middle class. Don't know, maybe. He, he was know. definitely from a better background than us. But he uh, was obviously put into our, our group because he didn't do A-level. Straight away. Yeah. So um, we kind of like corrupted that guy, really. And when you, like I said, when you got like five like guys who like fuck around with football. Oh, uh, we, to be fair, we were fucking idiots. But what I would say, <laughs> I can remember, I can remember the teacher um, saying to him, she's like, what are you doing hanging around with these boys? You're better than this. Yeah, because we were animals. Like we were just, <laughs> we were creatures, man. We were. Yeah, we did used to do some bad things, to be fair. And yeah. at that point, to be, I did not, ever you know see myself going to university because i knew i was gonna get kicked out of that school i was just basically a sort of a well that was one of the problems wasn't it because like we got we're all there but with we're, we're just here to have a laugh like it's year seven again yeah but the thing is we do bizarre things that i can remember it was a last lesson like none of us had a lesson yeah but for some reason a lot of free periods wasn't it yeah but there, there, there was a less there's a p lesson going i don't know like year eights or something in yeah a, in a sports or and we just said, oh, should we just go and hide in the fucking behind all the gym mats? And we just all hid in there. And then like at the end of the lesson got caught by the Wasn't Drakey shouting shit as well, wasn't he? He was making noises or something. Something like that, man. But like, I don't know. We, the thing is, we used to just do just absolute nonsense. Like just such stupid things. And obviously just... Anyway. So obviously we all got kicked out of college. Kicked out of sixth form. I kind of stepped out of education for about five, six years. Just doing... 
jobs that were not fulfilling. I'll just, I'll just say that. And eventually I got to a point and I was just like, I can't remember who it was, but I remember speaking to a guy I was, I was, I worked with and he was like in uni and I was like, fucking hell, I, feel, I thought he's got a bit about him. Do you know what I mean? And he's, he's going places. And I, I was just thinking, was this in Tesco? No, it wasn't Tesco at that point. Um, cause I worked for, um, I was on, on the phone selling car insurance and I hated that. And then I went to work in a hotel and I hated that. <laughs> and then I went to work in a, shop in a, in a shop i can't remember where it was co-op yeah it was co-op you're right and it was there and i met this guy and he and he was in uni and he was like sort of he just had a lot about him he, he seemed very positive and he seemed like he was going places do you know what i mean and i was thinking i want to i want a piece of that life man <laughs> <laughs> and, and i was thinking right how am i going to get to that position how am i going to become or find a more fulfilled life hmm so I just literally sat on my phone one day on the canteen, in the canteen, and just thought, fuck it, I'm going to look for a college course. And then I looked, and I was like, obviously I didn't have any GCSEs, so I was like, I'm going to have to reset those first. So applied for them, and, well, I made yeah, I made an application to the local college. And about six months later, it was September, and it was the first day. And I was like, not going to lie. breaking it. That first moment going in there, I was I was very nervous because I must have been like twenty two, something like that. And I'd been, been out of the game for a while. I've been out of the game a while, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was um yeah, it was nervy, man. But to be fair, I went in there and like there was some people who just come out of school and there were some people who were old there was people who were like ten, fifteen years older than me mind. And we your last experience was Jamie Gollard saying, Get the fuck out of the common room. <laughs> why are we name dropping here yeah but you are right um, is that not yeah. true no my last experience yeah was me getting whipped out the door to be fair that was quite a funny story though because I I'll quickly tell that story but then I'll go back into yeah my college experience but so what I'd done is there was the headmaster he had um, John Barnbrook well oh, he was bold what a guy he was he was a sick guy, yeah. I really liked him, actually. But yeah, he was bold. The hair was going, yeah. Yeah. But at that point, there was this advert, um, L'Oreal, Because I'm Worth It, that was that was on in the, uh, on the TV. Right, where's this going? This is what I did that got me expelled. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I've done a lot of things prior to this, but, you know, this is a very immature thing for a, a sixth form student to be doing. But I just put a picture of John Barnbrook in the middle of the, you know, I was on Microsoft Word, I put a picture of um, John in the middle it was just L'Oreal because I'm worth it underneath. Right. Um, and I'd done a little slogan underneath. Like, I can't remember what I said at the bottom, but I basically printed off like 200 of these and just stuck them all around the school. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just, the one thing that still makes me laugh about that is I hit his face when he saw the first poster and then he saw the next one. <laughs> And the next one, and the next the one. rage is just building as he's like, oh just my god, when he... down, like... <laughs> he's, yeah, and he must have gone through CCTV and <sighs> seen me to find the culprit. I mean, don't know, I, I still don't know to, to this day why I did that, but I suppose to make, try and make people laugh. And I, I suppose if you're a year seven or year eight, that might be relatively funny, but it's a bit immature for a sixth form student. Now, Barnbrook was an interesting guy because if if he liked you, but you were a bad like you were naughty, he, he would still treat you yeah. with respect. And that's that's what happened with like Watson. 
Yeah, he was, the same, he was like, the same towards me, man. He was he was very, um, he was just always really same with me. Even though I do yeah. some things which were like pretty bad, I get called to his office and he'd just be like, "Why now, Nath?" And he'd just sit there and he's like, "I was almost like you're just having a chat and a, a chill." And I was like, "Yeah, you could get him on a level, couldn't you? Do you know what yeah. I mean?" Yeah. So, but yeah, so that basically eventually got me kicked out. Um, you know, I think it was a totaling up sort of thing I, I'd done a lot that of was things. a nail in the coffin wasn't yeah, it I'd yeah I'd done a lot of things prior to that but anyway so then I find myself that first day in college and yeah I think it was you know I, I think I spoke about this earlier in the podcast it was episode one about how that initial period um, and they asked me to write this little essay and honestly man I, I couldn't even string sentences together yeah I, I I remember reading it back and I was like embarrassed. I was embarrassed, handed it in. It was only 300, a 300 word essay. Um, but like, it was like, it was an eye opener to, man to how, how little I, I had actually done in school. And there's so many variables to why that was, but I, you know, I worked, I'm not going to lie. I worked my ass off in college because I was like, I just don't want to be keep going. Cause what I was doing is, and I think loads of people will relate to this is I was just job bouncing just bouncing from one job to the next, mm-hmm. hoping that I'll, there'll be some element of fulfillment yeah. within that role. But like, I knew I wanted more from life. And I think as, as much as I criticize our education system to, to, vary, to a varying degree, I think the one element about it that I'm very positive about is the fact that it does give you a second chance. Oh, it does there's big lots, time. There's yeah. lots of courses, isn't there, that you can you can go and do that. And listen, going to uni doesn't have to be the end goal. It could be anything, man. It could just be just to fucking boost your confidence. But sometimes it's just getting the getting the wheel turning again and building momentum. Because if you if you haven't if you've been static like hop like job hopping, because I did the same thing. Your brain, your your brain just feels like it's shrinking. Like, and, and you know, it, you should be improving as you get older. You should be getting smarter. You should be thinking about new things. You should be challenging yourself. And when you're not, it, you know, it doesn't feel very nice. And eventually, you've you've got to do what you did and either like sign up to a course or find a job that's going to provide some kind of training and a alternative pathway for your development. And obviously, like a lot of companies don't, they do give opportunities, but it's always about them, isn't it? Versus your your development and your education and what they can get out of you. Um, I I did I did the same thing, man. Like when I was in the course center, looking at these um, like possible jobs, possible like opportunities, and just dealing with people's like data. You could see what what their occupations were, what sort of salary they were on, and I was like, yeah, like. I, I, I need to be do, doing something better. So I, I did the same thing. I started looking at courses and trying to find a way back into education. Because the last I saw was also Jamie Goddard saying, get the fuck out of the common room. Yeah, whipped you out of the room. Do you know the one thing I, I want to say that <clears throat> that I, why I think not necessarily uni, I mean, I personally think uni is worth it. Um, and obviously you'll we'll explore why. But the one thing I'd say about college and that's those second chances is what it taught me is that mm. intelligence is not fixed because when I left school, I, I had a firm belief that intelligence is fixed and, and I was often re- referred to as the dumb one because my brother, 
was an intelligent guy and he'd done, he'd done well. He had actually gone to uni, um, you know, done his A-levels. Yeah. Um, he then went and did a master's and, and he's got a good job and he's he's an intelligent guy. Um, but obviously I dropped that with nothing and, and there was, when you compare, in that setting, when you compare him, who's kind of flown through, done really well, and then there's me, the dropout. I even thought I was the dumb one. I thought I was stupid. And then when I went back to college and realized intelligence is not fixed man no and i think that we live in we live in a society that almost promotes the idea that it is i i don't like that idea that people are are, are smart or they're stupid i think one of the problems is is a lot of people go off on what other people say so i've got friends that haven't been to university and i could make out like i'm super smart and i'm super academic and they would believe all that shit because they've never been in that environment as soon as you get to university you realize that actually not everyone here is a natural academic no. And people are good at different things. People have different strengths. There are people like on my course that are like super smart, but they they wouldn't be able to articulate that in front of like a hundred people. Whereas other people can, they're great speakers, they're great communicators. Do you see what I mean? So everyone's everyone's been dealt different cards, um, but you've got to kind of work on your weaknesses. Like my my weakness was like academia, which now I'm working on. Do you see what I mean? Whereas like if as long as I know a subject, I'm happy to go and speak to people and, and, and speak out loud. But I've got to be confident in what I know. And then that comes from academia. So that's what I've had to go back to. But I, I completely get it. Like when we got booted out of sixth form, um, I my experience at university was from the girls that I was dating. I didn't know about that world. How, how many were you, were you dating? <sighs> Why are we getting into figures, man? <laughs> Listen, we got to keep, keep, keep statistics realistic. But come on, I can't think back to like when I was 18. All right, sorry. All I'm saying is when, you know, when you've got your driver's license, you've got a dating app, you've got a smartphone, you start racking up some numbers, all right? That's, that's, all, that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah? You know the recipe. All right, so, so, so don't, don't pretend you don't know the recipe. No, for, so for Every any, guy listening to this knows the recipe, so don't pretend you don't know the recipe. Is that all, the, is that all you need for the recipe? Pretty much, yeah. Obviously, some fuel in the car, which is, you know, fuel price has gone up. But, you know, back then, you fill up on like 30 quid. And if you haven't got a driver's license, just set your perimeter. It doesn't work with a push bike. <laughs> <laughs> There's things you can't do on a push bike that you can do in a car. Yeah, do you, you know what I mean? You so can't the, be sure to a date on a push bike. No. But, yeah, I was learning through them. So, I, I was kind of like, kind of like, it's kind of like secondhand information. But I'm absorbing. So, I'm... I'm dating these girls. Most of them are in university. I'm actually speaking to them and inquiring on their courses. They have no idea that actually I'm building up a blueprint in my head of my plan of what I'm going to study. So that's why like, originally I applied to study psychology and I got in at Greenwich Uni. Um, that was from my experience with like dating girls that had studied that subject and I was really interested in it. Um, and then I didn't... I didn't um, start the course because i then listen to someone else and this is what you shouldn't do do not listen to someone else who's done that degree and then not got a job and gone okay well they didn't get a job so i'm, I'm not going to do that course because that's what i did with psychology yeah so i was all set to go and start at greenwich and then i bailed out before i had to pay the fees because i knew like two people that had done the degree and then ended up in like a retail job but now I know that actually because one girl that I know that has done that degree, 
she's now studying to be a clinical psychologist and got on a doctorate program, wow. which will then provide a great salary. Class. So it's all about like individual experiences because that one person who went and did the psychology degree, I mean, they might have just brushed through it and, you know, been a laid back student and just got like the minimum grade and then they're, they're not proactive of when they leave because when the thing is, when you do those types of degrees that don't lead straight into a career like nursing or medicine, you need to be proactive, especially like in your final year thinking, okay, well, I need to start applying for jobs. I need to apply for experience. I need to build myself up so that when this degree comes to an end, we don't just fall back into Tesco or, you know, a retail job or somewhere you don't want to be. Do you see what I mean? So that, that's one like lesson that I learned, man, is like not, not to go off other people's experiences because their experiences and yours are, are going to be different. Oh, hugely, man. Because um, they I, might not have been that driven. Do you know what I mean? Like they might have come from a place where, you know, everything's comfortable, relaxed, and, you know, there's not a lot on the line here because I've got comfort versus like like you, for example, where, you know, there's a lot riding on this. You've got siblings to look after. Do you see what I mean? So it's it's all circumstantial. Yeah, I would agree with that. <clears throat> I think you, you, you've summed that up really well. I think you can, you can get lost, I think, in listening to other people's experiences. Mm. And the same with us. Like, uh, you know, my experience at university is, is a, is a very positive one but i i acknowledge that you know even on my course like i witnessed people um quit the course because they weren't enjoying it quit the yeah. course because they didn't feel like it um it was what they thought it was going to be do you know what i mean so it's like but that's a good point because quitting sometimes is the right thing to do for sure i know students that have got into a shitload of debt where if they'd have called it off early like i did with greenwich because i knew like, yes, I was interested in psychology. I was put off by other people not getting a job. But was I interested enough to take that risk? Probably not. And that's why, you know, I, I didn't go and I started looking at um, other, other degrees. But, yeah, know, knowing when to quit is is vital as well. But then sometimes you get people who just quit too early. Oh, yeah, you got you can't be fucking throwing a towel in too early, man. Um, Some people quit after a week. It's like... Like you haven't, you know, while it worked for Stephen Bartlett. Yeah, but like you've got, to, unless you know the content that's coming, perhaps he knew like what was. But to be fair though, he's an outlier, man. Like how many people go on and achieve what he's achieved? Yeah. So you can't really compare his no. um, his life to others. I think where it comes to you know, is uni worth it? Really, is such a personal question. Now, for me, obviously, I said that I was in college and I started to you know, the first thing I realized was actually intelligence wasn't fixed. And do you know what else that really, really like has changed my life? I met like so many amazing people. Same man. Honestly, like there was a guy I met and he, um, he'd served in the army, I think for like 15 years. Yeah. And he'd come and he'd finish in the army and he just wanted to go and explore a new career. And He'd had so much life experience and I was just like, I learned so much from him, tours where he'd been and there was like single mothers on my course who, who were, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years older than me who just wanted to create a new future for them and, the, and their children and I just thought, that's fucking amazing and there was people younger than me who just wanted, who like maybe had failed in school and wanted a second chance and it, it was just such a, for me, an enriching environment and it just completely changed my whole outlook on life. It really did. So I think, you know, for some people, yeah, like they think education is, you know, it's, it's, 
is bullshit. We're all taught the same thing, and and like some of us don't. Well, it's more it's more than just exams, and you know, turning that to a class. Big time. It is like when they say you get out of it what you put in. It's very true because if you just isolate yourself and you you know you do the minimum and you just pass, then that's what you're going to get. Whereas if you engage with other people, people that you may not normally talk to, yeah. Like when I went to college in in London. It was a completely different experience from our school. So that was the the first time I returned to education would have been like 2012 or 2013. Um, so like we were like early 20s and it was a, it, it was a different place. It was a different demographic. So mo- most of the people in that uh, college in Tottenham were either uh, like black or Asian. The, the whites were the minority in that college. So I was put in a class where I'm the minority and it completely changed my perspective. And when you start speaking to people from, you know, different backgrounds, um, from different faiths, you, you, you learn so much and it, and it gives you a lot of confidence because before I went to that college, like think about school, for example, right? Could you remember anyone in our school who was from the Muslim, like a uh, Muslim faith? Did off anyone top, believe in Islam top, in in our school? I can't think of one person off the top of my head. I can't. I, there may be someone. Yeah, by, you know. My I memories. mean, there were some other other faiths. Like some, I, I remember one lad was um, a Jehovah's uh, Witness, but um, I I don't ever remember anyone Muslim in a, in our school. Whereas, like this college, I got to interact with people like that for the first time, and I learned so much from from those people. And now I'd be very confident in 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 speaking to people from any faith. Whereas before, I'd be very edgy about people who believe in different things to myself. That's that's just what that's like a side thing that you can get from it's going no, into education. It's another form of education. Yeah, it's isn't another it? form of education that you're getting for free. Exactly. If you put yourself out there and, and engage with those people. Hundred percent, man. And you never know because later later down the line, you might be in a position where you might have a business, but what's stopping you? getting a deal over the line is because you don't understand these people or where they're coming from or what they believe in. Whereas actually, if you'd engage with them back in college, when you had the opportunity to mix with different people, you'd have a better understanding of them and what they want and what they want out of life. 100%. So, so then you, you could be, you're doing yourself a disservice really, if you don't engage with people from different walks of life. And that could be anything. It doesn't have to be religion, race. It could be wealth. It could be anything. Privilege. Yeah. One of the things I think that's really positive about going into education post, you know, when you're forced to, is that very often you're surrounded by people that have a desire to want to grow. Like there's a, like the, the actual culture and, and environment, most people there, I think they want to better themselves and that you can feed off that. And when I look back into when I was in those jobs that I, prior to, to going back into um, to education, the culture and environment... Uh, you know, I worked loads of jobs and there yeah. was a a constant pattern of people that genuinely weren't very happy in that environment, genuinely complained a lot, genuinely, I don't know, just there wasn't a, a sense of wanting to, to grow. It's just a sense of not having given up as such, but there's, I don't know, I think sometimes that environment like, disables you somewhat oh it does massively because if you have a group of people that are negative all the time they don't want anything out of life they're always complaining and do nothing about their situation of course that's infectious 
that's going to bring you down as well. Versus if you go back to college or university or even like some kind of uh, educational program, the chances are you're going to get like-minded people and you're rowing in the same boat. You're all going to the same destination. 100%. If you row together, you get there quicker, right? That's, that's just it. That's just it. Or, or you know, you're going... So we I don't part... want to bash Tesco, but you go in the canteen and like at you... some job that like no one's happy in on like night shifts. Of course, you're not going to be happy. You're working nine hours a night shift, you know, and you've been doing it for five, ten years. Of course, you're going to be miserable. But like those people suck the life out of you, man, and you can easily be consumed by them. Yeah, I think the difficulty is though. It's like the longer you remain in an environment. I think the less you become aware of it. And what I mean by that is... Yeah, because it erodes everything. It erodes your self-esteem. It erodes your confidence. I bet half the people that go into those jobs, like to begin with, are probably way more positive and optimistic about the opportunities that the company are, are selling them. And 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and then they're a different person. But but the point the point the real point I want to make and I like I made I, I made this post you know about my graduation the other day is that honestly like what I did what you did you know what everyone on my on our courses did yeah there's nothing special about us no there's not we're, there's we're not. not we're no different from anybody who's like anybody can go and do this mm-hmm. and I think that that. I don't know. It feels like there is a like I I talked about intelligence not being fixed because honestly, if you'd have seen me at t- twenty two or twenty one, he was thin as fuck. <laughs> oh, is that not what we're talking about? Sorry, carry on. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thin. But anyway, we're not we're not discussing that. I know I love how you got to bring that up every episode. But anyway, but I was, you know, I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have perceived myself as that intelligent. You were two D, not physically. Well, I, that as well. But your thinking was two D. Yeah, it probably was, yeah. man. And it, and um, I had such low self worth. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just thought I was like. I mean, a lot of that was not related to the education system. It was my environment. But yeah. But at the same time. I don't know. It's, I think it's very easy for you to forget that you know you're you're exactly the same as everybody else. You can go and do what everyone else has done, and I think I just I wish people would just believe in themselves a bit more. As as, I, as cliche as it sounds, yeah, I, I, I wish people would just believe in them. The difficulty in is, it's like when you return to education, like when you get you know you go to college, you get an access program, and you know you're seeing people that have got kids. I know we like kind of like overphrase it but like the single mother situation when you you know you got like women who got multiple kids uh, you know but they're, they're juggling everything and then you see them and they go and smash that diploma it's and then incredible. they go and smash their degree like there's people on my diploma now because my degree's five years um the people that i was in college with have already like graduated because their degree's like three years so like just but just seeing them come through is is, is amazing and and you and then you look at the people around you that complain who are sometimes in a better position than they were when they started, and you, like, you think there's no excuse, and that it, it's kind of hard because me and you've had that conversation before. Like, is mindset a privilege, and the way we think, potentially it is. But I, it's, th- it's, I think it's, there it's, is. I think that, like, that whole element. Like, I'm. I. I think I jump in and out of it, but I. I do think there is an excuse, yeah. man, because 
if if we were all born into the same environment in the same given this i suppose we do to some extent have the same opportunities but it's just too it's just too many elements of that that you 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 need to assess it's not as simple as no but it's hard it's, i don't think we've worked it out yet whether it where it is or not but the reason i say that is because like my niece uh a couple of years ago was about to do a gcse's and i said to her if you need any help just ask me because i know how to pass the exam i know what it looks like right whereas her mum didn't finish education so she doesn't know what it looks like and she said yeah yeah that's fine so i said like just make sure you message me when it comes to revising and i'll help you and then she didn't message me and then she failed her exams and then i asked her why did you fail and she said because i'm stupid like mum right so that's a self-fulfilled prophecy and that's a problem and even though i try to motivate her and i understand like where she lives in wales it's not a great place like it's quite impoverished and there are people all living a certain like level of life with like a lack of education and fine you know finances and resources um there's a lot of addiction up up in the valleys as well and all of these going back to your point where like when you're when like birds of a feather flock together you're either stronger or weaker depending on the mentality of the group that's the problem like she's in because she's surrounded by negativity there are there's no one no one finishing school up there there's no one going to the university there's no one having like a like a great career in anything there's just addiction and poverty and foolishness and it's like how do you motivate like someone like her when the environment's just so consuming and then it's like is it is it her choice is it her mindset or is it no, the environment and it's like because me and you have come from the same place but we've managed to do it so that's that's when you ask is it like why aren't our siblings or like my siblings aren't why aren't they doing it then if mindset isn't you know already fixed our mindset's definitely not fixed <sighs> I think it's, I just think there's so many elements to it. And I, the thing is, I don't think everyone needs a great career. To, to, to some extent, it's difficult because then part of me thinks you need to, you know, it's it's so hard, man, because mm. there's so many, there's so many variables. Yeah. And you talk about kind of like your niece and you saying to her, well, I'm offering her help. But then there's so many, there's so many, things in life where people get offered help but they don't necessarily access that help and it's not as simple as they didn't want it it's but i feel that's because of the like there's just just the lack of self-belief that i could actually go and do that and the reason i say that is because i like i felt like that when, like when we got kicked out of sixth form and you know when i was dating those girls that were in uni part of me was like i don't think i could do what they're doing mm. because i got booted out and jamie goddard said get the fuck out the common room right so i that that was still in my head. Do you see what I'm saying? But then when you start taking the small steps and you build, you know, you get the wheel turning. I just that's think, when the confidence builds, and you go, "Oh, actually, I when think, I pass that, I can do the next thing, and I can do the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing." I just, I'm just conscious of the 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 element of, of criticizing anybody because people like your niece, anybody. Everybody reacts better to to being praised, 
and you start focusing on the little good things that's going on in someone's life mm. and and psychologically we all respond better yeah. to praise than we do to criticism however the natural human reaction is to jump to criticism you think you think about it man and in, in, on almost every element of, of your life whether it's your partner in work you know with I your friends you you've criticized me numerous times in this conversation and i know that you're being humorous but you know it's very rare that you'd praise me for something do you see what i'm saying and i don't I'm i not, did congratulate I'm, you on your graduation i appreciated that but my point is it's a valid one I, i'm only saying this i'm reading a book at the moment exploring that and exploring why why do it's not there mate um but i'm exploring that and, and i think I'm very conscious of criticism. I just, I, mm. you know, I've been guilty of it in my life, just criticizing anyone, criticizing people in jobs, criticizing partners, whatever. Yeah. And very often it has the the adverse effect, even then, even when you're trying to be constructive within your criticism. And I think, you know, if somebody wants to better their life, it might not happen first time round. It might not happen until they're they're 25 or, or 35. Do you know what I mean? And I think. If if somebody if it doesn't happen for someone first time around, so what? That you know, it, it I think it will come when it's supposed to come. And I and I just really that's something as I as I'm getting older, I just want to really be conscious of of criticizing people and criticizing situations. Yeah, it's tough because you don't know what that person's going through, do you? Exactly. And it's, it's very uh, it's it's very easy to say to let's just say an alcoholic just stop the drink when you haven't lived that life so you don't know you know how how hard it is to probably knock the drink off do you know what i mean i i think most people we make quick judgments don't we and assessments on people based on our cognitive bias so everything filters into your your perception based on previous experience and what you've witnessed and then your brain it automatically creates a thought of yeah well that person's like that because x y and z but that's that's been built on experience of of what you know and you know similar situations or what you've witnessed and sometimes we have to ignore that there's not enough like analytical thinking of well actually let me ignore my bias taking all the evidence and trying figure out what this person's actually about that's that's a good point man and i think that's one thing i think if you're that education taught me is to think analytically is to explore oh, big time yeah. explore more than one idea and they pretty much teach that in every degree they do as a, as a standard yeah and i think that, that, that when you look at the world we live in today and you look at things like prince harry and the situation with him where you're either a prince harry fan or you're not you're you're yeah there's a, a left fan. and right to everything yeah or you're a conservative voter or you're a labor voter yeah there's just not enough emphasis on the desire to be somewhere in the middle where you can see a perspective on both sides. Mm -hmm. And and, and there's so much, people are so argumentative back. I mean, I mean, it's what we're fed on a daily basis, isn't it? You know, you only got to watch M MPs questions and prime minister's questions, sorry. And it's like, what it's like watching a playground, man. Like you just got this side and this side and they're just going, going at each other. Um, it's just bizarre, man. Yeah, but again, that that all comes back down to being socialised into a certain ideology and then your cognitive bias just filters everything else out. But university tries to 
show you how to analytically think to put your bias to one side and really observe what you know what's what's going on i think that's one of the key skills isn't it because you can apply that to, you can apply that to anything yeah it's a good pro to go to university for that definitely um and like when i look back you know at, at my university experience again I, I it was the same as college i met a lot more people obviously on my course um, I studied. I started by studying a primary education um, degree, so I was going to be a primary school teacher, but that that didn't work out. So then I studied law, um, and it was quite a big cohort, and there was people from literally all over the world. And it was just so, you know, I feel very blessed to have met some of the people I've met. And honestly, like, I was only chatting to one of my friends yesterday. I haven't seen her for a good few years um covid and all that sort of thing and like i was told on my graduation and she was offering to help find me a job because she's already got like a um a training contract and i was just like i just don't remember when when i was in work like people wanting to help me like that just people just just genuinely and again i think it comes from that idea of she wants to better herself so there's a, an idea that she wants to i'm not saying you need to go to uni for that of course you don't but it was just a bit rarer you know back back then because it, it just wasn't necessarily this perspective people wanted to help you um and that was just uh, you know I, I really appreciate that and I, f I just feel very blessed to have met people from you know literally all over the world man yeah with such with such great life stories um because yeah. you you learn a lot from like those people and their experiences and because you, you've all got a common goal then the, the natural thing to do is to help one another like it's the same with my degree. Like we have um, a study uh, group chat on WhatsApp, and everyone's there, like trying to trying to help each other. Do you know what I mean? So, as I said, you're all in the same boat, rowing to the same destination. So why wouldn't you want to help each other? Hundred percent. You know, you want to get to that that you know that day. You're not going to get that if you know. Let's just use the example of like when I worked on night shifts. There's no one coming to my aisle to help me, even if they've done their work. It's a different mentality, isn't it? Because you're not you're not rowing to the same destination because you're not really benefiting. Whereas like university is like a personal growth journey, isn't it? Whereas the the supermarket is is the destination, but like that's not connected to you, is it? That's them making their profits versus you as the employees just doing what you need to do to get your wage for that night. Do you get what I'm saying? So there's a very different mentality versus the people at university. I think it can. I think it can work for certain people in in in, in some in some jobs, yeah. But, but yeah, I I see what you're saying. I see what on you're aisle saying. nine at two a.m. in the morning. You know. Yeah, and someone's playing James Blunt. That's what they do as well. They love the depressing songs. I don't know why they do it. But <laughs> to they be do. fair, when I worked night shifts, they did used to play Yeah, <laughs> to play it kills the morale, man. You've got Stefan just trying to pump everyone up. It's like, bro, no, no, one, no one's here for that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So just get some fucking uplifting music on, like some Venga Boys or something, you know? Yeah, moving on. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so I, I just think you know you need to you need to just if you if I think the thing is if you're in that environment and you're happy 
and you're living a good life and it serves a good purpose in your life, then fuck uni. Do you know what I mean? Who yeah. gives a flying fuck? But if you can relate to the position that we've been in, in that you feel a bit lost and happy and maybe just, I don't know, like you're... You feel like you're lost at sea and you haven't got a paddle and you you just you just have no idea where you're going. Then I think education, not for everyone, but it can be a fantastic way for you to create new opportunities in your life um, and and gravitate towards something you actually enjoy because there's so much options out there. Um, gravitate towards something that is the key to pass in a degree. You have to an element of you has to enjoy what you're studying. Yeah, because if you don't you're not gonna you're not gonna have the motivation to put yourself through like hours of like in the library and then practicing what you need to do to pass the exam that's just not gonna happen if you don't enjoy it man so like it is key to like find a subject that you can enjoy and relate to yeah one thing i would say is um the one the one con i think to, to universities currently is that they are becoming far more like businesses rather than educational establishments in my I'd, opinion i'd agree with that yeah um and i think you know there's there's because like i can remember the one year i had a bit of an issue with um student finance and they were hammering me the uni like we're going to kick you off the course and if this money isn't paid and i said look it's not fucking it's obviously well you think i'm going to whip nine grand out of me i said i'm fucking working part-time in a fucking in a supermarket like i ain't got nine grand um but you know eventually that got sorted but like there, there, there is a real just drive for money man and that doesn't i mean to some extent it's a good thing because i guess perhaps you that that makes you find the best lecturers you if you're going to pay the, the best money you might you potentially might get the best lecturers but then also what's really important is is it, is it the education or, or the money well i think one really important point is to really research the modules of what your degree actually is and look at the credit system, like what are they actually crediting you for? And then you can weigh up the value of the actual degree if it's not something that leads directly into a career like medicine word or nursing. So if, if because there's so many degrees out there with these fancy titles that just do not hold up in the real world. So you really need to do your research on the modules even the lecturers, look at their background. You can see that now. It's all on like LinkedIn and everything. You can see what you know what what they actually qualified for. Because I know like a lot of universities, turnover sometimes is pretty high on the on the lecturers. Uh, so it's always worth looking at that as well. I agree with you, but also disagree with you, because I don't think you always have to go to uni for the purpose of getting a job. Some people I met were just there to better themselves. Perhaps they 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 maybe they didn't even need a job. Maybe they're already financially free. Um, maybe just maybe it's something you do in part time just because you enjoy it and you want to learn. I think sometimes when you attach the element of you have to get a job at the end, I I could see why someone might find that demoralizing because it places like sometimes you just want to learn for the sake of fucking learning. Do you know what I mean? And like, as much as I agree, yeah, I with hear you, your point. I agree. I do agree with you. I think if you if you're doing it and you're thinking, right, I want to build a career. Yes, of course, you need to do your research, but everyone's motivations are different. See what I'm saying? And mm. I think, you know, like there was a guy on my course. He was he must have been in his seventies, and he was clearly doing that as a something. He just enjoyed it. 
and he was like a he was a sick guy um but yeah i see what you're saying i think it's obviously it's important to do your research um which you did didn't you on what for your degree of course yeah did a lot of research cause yeah you... well i i was going to study physiotherapy first and the salary was okay but to study for three years to then be on 23 grand and when i compare that to one of my previous jobs uh, um bright side in a call center where you can you could earn 25k quite easily with bonus and when you weigh that up that kind of deterred me so i'm very fortunate i met a chiropractor uh when i was studying in devon and he told me what he was earning and the contents of the course um and he pointed me in the right direction and then i started having a look at the where you can study chiropractic and who's teaching it and yeah I, I think i made the right decision would you say you have healing hands i have been known have been known but yeah i think um do your research or just go there and enjoy it simple as that um the one thing i want to finish with you know we'll kind of draw this all to a close is that i think i've obviously just graduated with a master's degree um which was one hell of a fucking journey. Not, I mean, obviously it's a difficult course to do, but um, obviously... There's been some turbulence. Oh, immense turbulence, man. It was supposed to be a one-year course, but it took me three years. Um, and it had nothing to do with COVID. Uh, just obviously I had a really difficult period and, and tried, to, tried to go again. Had to quit again. Um, and then I had to go again and I finally finally done it man but I think again even in that is is a great there's a lot of resilience built now yeah resilience is built don't get me wrong yeah but like outside of a personal level I think it's fantastic they they give you that opportunity they acknowledge that I think and I think that that not everybody is going to sail through first time and there's there's options and, that, there. and that's okay yeah that is okay but just don't don't quit man just don't don't quit. Yeah. If you started something, try and finish it. Because I, I, I personally think you will live in regret if you if you don't finish it. Yeah, because it's like, you know, obviously it's an overused saying, but like discipline's hard to develop. But when you've got to live with regret, I imagine that is ten times worse. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, and I and I'm very happy because there was a period, man, where I was so close to quitting. Um. But then I remember sitting there, it was just Wednesday, just gone, sitting there in the audience listening to um, uh, one of the professors giving a bit of a speech at the graduation ceremony. Mm. And I remembered that day where I was like literally about to send an email to my lecturer saying, look, I've just, I've just had enough. Like, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. And for some reason, I deleted it. But I, and I was like, I just feel very, I have a lot of gratitude for the fact that I I made that decision and kept going because that graduation ceremony I think is a nice way to draw things to a close, man. And like now now my life's like got a fresh new well, I just I just got loads of opportunities now and I'm just going to explore a new new chapter in my life. And I think to sum up, if uni's worth it, I think it is. Um but again, it all comes down to your own personal circumstances. And we've explored why 
it might be good for you, might not be good for you. Um, I imagine you share that perspective. Oh well, yeah, like with my degree, it goes straight into like a a specific career, and um, so for anyone who wants to do anything medical, it's it's great. And often it's the the route you have to take because of the governing bodies that um, surround whatever subject you take. So whether medicine, like that's got one body, Cairo's got one, nursing's got the Royal College of Nursing and all that. So um, yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. But if, if you're there just to, you know, get pissed up and get fucked up and snort a load of coke and shag a load of women, then... Just go to Butlins, man. <laughs> they, do, they do an adult weekend. All right? Just go to Butlins. I mean, that's probably the worst advice I've ever heard you give. But, yeah, if you just... To be fair, man, whatever it, whatever it is. But one thing I would say I, I want to close with is if you're I thought going... thought that was the close. What? I thought that was the close. No, this is one, one more thing. If you're going to go just because... Or if you're going to go based on someone else pressurizing you into it and you're just doing it to please someone else just don't wait till it comes from a place of like you genuinely wanting it do you know what I mean because otherwise it's a waste of your time man can't live your life wanting to like please other people yeah so good luck with your last few years in uni mate I hope you can sort those healing hands out and thank you everybody for watching and listening give us a like and subscribe because that's gone a little bit quiet and if you are about to explore your own journey back into education good luck and we'll and see share you in the comments and we'll see you next time on a talking reality podcast